The Lowell Green Podcast is brought to you by Shield Furniture and Appliances in Packingham. See shields.ca. Oh, thank you, John. Well, Darwin didn't get it right with me. He, he talks about survival of the fittest. I survived, but I'm certainly not the fittest. But I survived. <laughs> Anything? <laughs> Thanks. Anything you want to talk about this afternoon? I mean, plenty has happened in the week's absence or so that we haven't had a chance to discuss, so please feel free to do so. John, very quickly, go through once again how you get in touch. With All me. right. If you're following Lowell or me or Blast the Radio on Facebook, post your comments or where you would ordinarily post comments. Uh, if you're on YouTube, post where you'd ordinarily post comments on a live feed. Twitter, Twitch, same thing. And, of course, we invite your phone calls and your texts at 613-413-2217. And I am so glad to see you back, sir. Glad you're well. Well, I'm glad to be back. By the way, I just want to issue a warning here. Please. Nobody phone today or text or anything else and suggest that COVID is a fraud. <laughs> I, I, I can assure you it's, it's not a fraud. Uh, we've had a, a pretty tough time here. And, I, you, know, you know, John, uh, the worst sort of after effect that I'm having right now, I've still got this bad cough, but I can't taste anything. I can't imagine. Apparently this lasts about four weeks. Everything tastes like wet styrofoam oh, lovely now uh my 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 dear sister-in-law mary helen went out yesterday feeling very sorry i guess for the old guy and she got me some oysters i love oysters my favorite all-time food so i i managed to get the i, I have i have difficulty getting them shucked open but i finally she's got a hammer there i take a little hammer and anyhow i got them open and they didn't taste like wet styrofoam they tasted like wet straw <laughs> so anyway lovely <laughs> so please don't don't text or phone or and say oh it's all a big please don't try that on me today okay not at all uh by the way debbie has recovered very well and i'm very pleased to see she went back to the gym today still got body aches and so forth but it, it's interesting enough i mean we hear that most most people have symptoms that are rather mild, and yet the more uh, I, I hear and the more I talk, the more I hear from people who are really, really sick, who are having a really, really rough time. Uh, my best buddy and his wife are down in the Bahamas right now. He, he emails me almost every day, and he tried to phone home. He's got a son and daughter-in-law, and they have two children, and that, that whole family is so sick they couldn't get up to answer the phone. So uh, I, I keep hearing stories. So I want to tell you something that f I guess for a lot of people, the symptoms are pretty mild, but for a lot of people, they're not that mild. It's no fun, man. No fun whatsoever. And I want to tell you, if you ever tried wet styrofoam, please don't. Okay. <laughs> and uh, a wet straw is not a heck of a lot better either. Um, that the, 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 as I say, the symptoms can be mild for some, but for some, they're pretty nasty, nasty indeed. Talking about nasty, I'm getting a real big kick out of the nasty media coverage that Pierre Polyev is getting. Now, Pierre, I don't know what's happening out there. It's, it's almost like Trudeau mania again. I mean, no matter where he goes, huge crowds. There were over 5,000 people. And they had to turn thousands away in Edmonton. Uh, and even in, in Windsor, thousands of people showed up. For I mean, this is this is a guy seeking the, the, the leadership of the Conservative Party, and the crowds are astonishing. 
and uh, he wades through them and wave it. And I mean, uh, I, but of course, uh, this means that he's doing pretty well, if not winning hands down. And the media just can't stand this. And interestingly enough, pardon me, still have this cough. Mm -hmm. um, interestingly enough, <clears throat> he gets the loudest cheer every time, no matter where he is, when he says he's going to defund the CBC. And with all of the things he talks about, health care and the economy and so forth, the biggest cheer is he's going to defund the CBC. I, I, I find that really fascinating. One of, one of Pierre's great strengths, and I think most people understand this, even people who don't like him, understand that he has a very intimate knowledge of the economy. In fact, I think he is more aware of the economy, its effects, causes, and so forth, than, than certainly anybody in Parliament, and certainly far more than Justin Trudeau. And heaven only knows we're going to need someone who understands the economy. I, I have some figures here that I find very, very disturbing. I have mentioned figures like this repeatedly in the past, and it, it's usually met with sort of ho-hum, that, that kind of reaction. But we can't ho-hum this anymore, folks, okay? Listen to this. For years, I have been warning you that while our great-great-great-great-great-great-grandchildren will still be saddled with some of the debt that we're now piling up. I mean, how selfish is that? We pile up the debt, we enjoy life now, so that our great-great-great-grandchildren can pay for it. But anyway, that's fine. A lot of people say, oh, well, I don't know. But the, the one thing, and I keep stressing this, is our great-great-great-grandchildren may be paying for the debt. But today, today, we got to pay the interest on the debt. And the interest is mounting to a frightening degree. Listen to this. I just got some new figures. And these figures, by the way, are from Trudeau's own budget. Okay? So I'm not making this up. This is not a conservative interpretation. This is Trudeau himself says that this year, interest, interest, interest payments on our national debt of well over a trillion dollars will total 26.9 billion dollars folks that's more than two billion dollars every single month taken from your pocket your pocket and given to rich people and rich corporations let's face it the working class people middle class people you're not loaning money to the governments the only people institutions that can loan money to governments are obviously very well off, rich people and rich corporations. So they're taking money from low-class, middle-class, working-class people, you and me, and giving it to rich people. More than $2 billion every month. This is Trudeau's own figure. But that's, that's not the end of it. Listen to this. This same budget says that in four years' time, Listen to this. Listen to this. Something has got to grab you. In four years' time, we won't be paying $26.9 billion interest. We will be paying $42.9 billion interest in four years' time. In four years' time, this is according to Trudeau's own budget, we will be in debt almost $1.5 trillion dollars. And the interest payments on that will be $42.9 billion. Folks, 
in four years' time, we're reaching a point where interest payments will be almost $1 billion every week. This is a billion dollars that's taken from health care, from social services, from dental care, from child care, from fixing the roads, from building fences to, to, to save turtles. Almost one, in fact, in five years' time, in all probability, according to Trudeau himself, we will be paying $1 billion every single week in interest. Money taken from you, a billion dollars a week taken from you, working people, and given to rich people and rich corporations. That's where we're headed. That's where we're headed. And like, is anybody concerned about this? This is a, a billion dollars. I mean, we're, we're building a new civic hospital that it's going to cost us a bit over a billion dollars. So this, this means that it, in, in three or four years' time, every single week we could be building an, a billion-dollar hospital or adding a billion dollars and hiring more nurses, more doctors, more long-term care workers. A billion dollars a week. That's, and by the way, that's only the federal debt. When you add in the provincial debts, I mean, it just scares the crap out of me. But uh, for some reason, the media, now, uh, Brian Lilly, to his credit, had a bit of a story. And gradually, the, the media seems to be covering this. But I, I'm listening to, to television coverage of the, of the budget, most recent budget. I'm hearing, well, this is a big improvement, you know. Uh, you know yeah, we're only going $53, million more, $53 billion more into debt this year. And this is good news. So hopefully, if if Pierre Polyev can get in, he understands this. He has talked about this. And don't forget, we're, we're basically now, when we say $42.9 billion interest in four years' time, that's based on interest rates about where they are now. As interest rates continue to climb, that, that figure is going to go up. I, I guarantee you, unless there's some sort of a miracle, we are going to be paying at least a billion dollars a week in interest in four years' time. Now, another one of the other problems is is that while while we're pouring out billions of dollars for interest, the the main obsession, and I use the word obsession advisedly, with Trudeau, is not health care, which it should be, not social programs, not even saving turtles. The main obsession, the obsession of this man and his government is global warming. We're going to spend, spend out billions of dollars in interest and billions and billions more to try and get our emissions down below 1%. Now, I, I have something here that should just, if you haven't been scared by any of this, listen to this. I have a list here of all of the coal-fired plants that exist around the world and are being built. I, I'm, I am surprised at some of these. The EU, European Union, today has 468 coal-fired plants and is building 27 more for a total of 495. India has 589 coal-fired plants and is building 446 more for a total of 1,000 and 35. 
and listen to this. China today has 2,363 coal-fired plants, is building 1,171 more for a total coal-fired plants every single day, 3,534. Canada, meantime, is planning to shut down the oil and gas industry and mining in order to save the world. Now, is there anybody out there can give me a definition of madness? To me, this is madness, what we're doing. Madness. Billions out in interest, billions more for to get our emissions down below 1%. In, in a world where China is going to be building more than 1,000 new coal-fired plants in the next year or two. We're going to... We're going to impoverish ourselves here and save the world. Anybody think this is nuts? Barry, what, what's your reaction to any of this? Well, just what you said, uh, lol, nuts. Good to see it's you back, sir. It's crazy. Thank you. Thank you. It's, it's crazy. Um, Were you aware of the fact that, and this is Trudeau's own budget, that in four years' time, we will be paying $42.9 billion a year in interest payments. How does that grab you, Barry? Well, to quote our, to quote our next prime minister, it's just inflation. Well, I mean, that's, that's one, of the, uh, one of the consequences of it. But if, if we're going to be pouring out a billion dollars a week in interest and, you know, another billion or two or five on, on climate, what, what's left for health care? What's, what's left for social program? Where, where are we going to get the money for all of that? Don't forget, he's going to shut down the oil and gas industry at the same time. Barry, I'm going to hit one more figure here, just to get you thinking. They are now telling us that in order to achieve the goal of 40% all electric cars in the next, what, four or five years, it is going to cost this country over a trillion dollars to build a new hydro infrastructure. Barry, where in the son of a gun are we going to get the money? Where is the money going to come from from all of this? Uh, it's lost. It's lost in Trudeau's imagination, Lowell. It it, well, it really is like crazy. Uh, he's our, our czar of electric cars, and he's going to put it through. It doesn't matter how much money or whatever the cost. He's I think he's lost in some kind of la la dreamland, Lowell. I just wanted to mention basically because you've been off for a while, that when the, the budget was put through, I noticed that uh, when I lo watched CPAC the night of the budget, uh, that uh, Christian Freeland was wearing a, a blue dress. And it was like what I consider to be PC blue. And there was a few <laughs> other women in the Liberal caucus, caucus that were wearing red dresses. And some of the PC conservatives were in the house were heckling her and laughing, especially laughing when she came through with the line that there was going to be a fiscally responsible budget. And they all started laughing. And I was just wondering if some of the heckling at her was them telling her, well, you're wearing the right color. Why don't you cross the floor? Because that's the only place you're going to get a fiscally responsible you know budget. I don't want her. You can have her. I don't want her. 
<laughs> Thank you, Barry. Thanks. Thanks, Barry. I've got to take, uh, we haven't had a chance to talk about our good friends up there in Pakenham. I had planned to get up to Pakenham, but very clearly, uh, you don't go to Pakenham or any place when you've got COVID. In fact, you don't even leave the house. But um, folks, I just want to once again remind you of the fact that here's a great company. Uh, every every single appliance pretty well known to mankind. All of the All of the major brands, some of the minor brands, different price ranges, gas, electric, whatever it is, great service, the huge warehouse there. And by the way, if you're there and you go into the store, it's a rather small store, a nice little butcher shop at the front, a good display of appliances there. But if you want, if you wanted to see a bigger, they'll take you and show you the, the, the warehouse. You'll be quite surprised. But the best surprise, I think, of all is the, the really, really good and easy-to-use website. It's Shield Furniture and Appliances, www.shields, S-C-H-E-E-L-S dot C-A. Sometimes people leave the S off. S-C-H-L-E-E-L-S dot C-A, all right? All of the prices are listed there, and I'm going to tell you, I know there's a lot of specials underway with some of the big box stores. They've got some specials that will beat them at uh, at Shields. Give them a chance, folks, at least. John, what uh, what have we got coming in in the way of text? Yeah, let's read some of those to you. You grab a little drink of water there, and I'll uh, yeah. take care of this. All right, over to text at 613-413-2217. Hi, Lowell. Glad you're better. As I mentioned in an earlier text, my symptoms were very mild after three shots, but I'm 30 years younger. I had things taste like I was chewing on tinfoil, especially if vinegar was used. <laughs> I'm curious if your friends in the Bahamas had at least two shots. Oh, yes, uh, three shots. Don't Don't kid yourself. Uh, my friends are all smart. They they know enough to get vaccinated. Go uh, ahead. Yeah, otherwise they make their way to the Lowell Green Show. All right, Peter That's says, right. Pierre offers Canadians hope for one Canada, no more Trudeau, and defund this communist CBC. By the way, I, I meant to ask this question. I, I'm fascinated. What What is it do you think that, that's so appealing about Pierre? I have a theory here, and I'd be interested to see if anybody else has picked up on this. Um uh, I, I'll, I'll, I'll let you, what do you think this big attraction? I, I took part in Trudeau mania. In fact, I was so foolish. I, I tried to run and become a member of his government. Thank God I, I failed, but uh, I can recall Trudeau mania. And he used to, you know, Pierre, uh, he used to get this kind of crowd. He would go out and he'd get four and 5,000 people out in the crowd. Well, I'm going to tell you, Pierre Polyev is doing the same thing. Um, and I'm just wondering if, if anybody has any ideas what the appeal is here. Go ahead, John, please. Uh, Peter's done the math on the interest calculations. He says it works out to something like $34 million per minute. Uh, Chrissy says, such a vicious cycle. How the heck will this debt be lowered, paid off? Yikes, this is scary. Eileen, on Facebook, it makes me sick when I think of what Trudeau has done to us. We can't stop him and the media don't help. Uh, Mike says, pee pee mania. <laughs> there you go. Chris, Father Gil Brown says, Lowell, I've got some oyster flavored Lay's chips on hand. I had COVID, but I assure you, if there's any taste or smell that'll come punching right through, those are them. <laughs> Well, thank you very much. I doubt it. Go ahead. Uh, Lisa says, Pierre Polyev doesn't bullshit people, and he's a straight shooter. Uh, Pierre cannot and must not be trusted, says Robbie. There you go. Uh, Robbie also says that what you have is the flu. So there's that. Uh, Kathy. Robbie, Robbie, can I tell you something, sweetheart? Here we go. Your arse is a star. Go ahead, John. All right. Pierre Polyev talks sense, upfront and honest, says Fran. Uh, Chrissy says, Pierre seems like a go-getter. Maybe that's the main attraction to get things done. He's a straight shooter. 
Uh, Kathy on Facebook, $2 billion per month interest on our debt. Mahadi, I hope Pierre becomes prime minister. God help us. I hope Justin Trudeau is gone sooner than later. Lynn, it's Polyev passion. Robbie says, we all remember Pierre Trudeau, Polyev, same lying politicians. Oh, there's Robbie again. Uh, Ray says, but let me, let, me just, let me just jump in here. Mm-hmm. Um, Trudeau had a, a, a charisma. There was an aura around the man. He appeared so, he was obviously very intelligent, but he was so international, I think was the word, that I think Canadians thought, you know, this, this, to have this guy represent Canada on the international scene, man, this will really make us look good. So there was a kind of cachet about the man, a, a kind of, but I, I, I don't see anything near that around Pierre. There's a, there's a Justin, different kind. Justin. I, uh, oh, sorry, Pierre no, Polyev. Pierre Polyev. I'm getting Pierre's confused. I'm sorry. Yeah. Okay. So, but I just don't see that that same kind of of charisma uh, about Pierre. Uh, like, for example, Pierre uh, uh, Trudeau was. <laughs> I'm not helping uh, you at all, am I? I'm sorry. Uh, he, he he was a great ladies' man, and you know, women just gaga and gaga. Well, Pierre is a nice family guy, but I don't think you would call him a ladies' man. He's not. So he has a different kind of attraction. And um, the straight shooter, I, I certainly see that. But I, I sense something else about the guy that's that's fascinating here. Go ahead, John. Well, you and I have talked about this before, that if you're going to go up against Justin Trudeau, you've got to put a rock star out there. Um, I don't. So, Robbie, I see Robbie says, give your empty head a shake. No, that's that's Lisa telling Robbie to give his empty head a shake. Oh, is that oh, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Thank you, Lisa. Uh, Gregory says, in my humble opinion, Pierre has plans that will work. This country needs to mobilize and produce. Can I just say something, Lisa? If Robbie were to shake his head, uh, it, it, I'm sorry, the, the rattle would probably disrupt the entire economy. Go ahead. Yeah. So, I mean, to me, Pierre Polyev is not that rock star. He's not, you know, he's not the glamour, right. you know, front page That's the word I'm selfie looking for. guy. He, he doesn't have the, the glamour, yes. What he is, is brilliant. And he speaks he very eloquently in both official languages, too. Yes. So yep. to that, Eileen says, Pierre, for me, has the facts. A great economist, and he would be great on the international stage. He's warm, and he's approaching. Pierre speaks to the average Canadian, says Peter. Not all lecturing everyone about how to live. A bright future once again. Remember, he was a senior minister in the Harper government. Battle-tested. Uh, over to Twitch, Terry says, uh, oh, sorry, here, here we go. Uh, Pierre seems more like the common person, not an elite millionaire. Uh, Lisa's having a good chuckle at your comment. Uh, Kevin says, how about free transit in Ottawa to hide the money-losing venture? A few people want in on that transit. Just, uh, you know, I, I, can I just comment issue. on this? I love the way when we have a problem that the left comes out with the idea that the, the way to solve the problem is just legalize the problem. So if we have a drug problem, let's let's not create treatment centers. Let's not clamp down on drug dealers. No, no, let's make the drugs legal. Because if they're legal, then we won't have a drug. You know, it won't be illegal anymore, okay? So the same thing with where we got a transit problem. So what's the, what's the end? Not to improve transit, uh, not to do better marketing or, or you know, provide better service. or No, no, let's make it free. I mean, this this is the answer to everything. You know, I often thought the answer to bank robbery is just make stealing from banks legal. <laughs> go ahead, John. Uh, we did get an email uh, even before you were on the air regarding the transit thing. So let's go there. This is from Jamie. Uh, the address, Lowell at BlastTheRadio.com. 
Jamie says, I'm really concerned about the proposed fare-free transit uh, with the foot of the bill placed on the homeowners having an increase in property tax to help pay for this. Why should we have to pay for their ride? If we have any more increases in taxes, etc., it would send us into financial ruin. Can they not see this? Also, he'd like your opinion on why the PC government wants donations for their campaign. He says he saw another lady comment on this a few weeks ago, but it was not touched upon. Or why they say, thank you for voting PC. How do they know we voted PC? I'm not liberal, and I happen to really like Ford and hope to God PRP gets in, but this donation business is kind of a turnoff. Well, what's the matter with you? I mean, this this is how political parties fund their campaigns. That's that's what democracy is all about. Of the people, by the people, and the, the people pay for it. I mean, that's do you want the taxpayers to pay for it? I mean, they, they, they get a subsidy, but... This idea that that political parties are asking for donations comes as a surprise. Ooh. Go ahead, John. Let's go to text 613-413-2217. As usual, the PCs will get voted in to clean up the mess, but will be chastised to no end by the media about them cutting too much to the extent of getting them voted out again. The vicious cycle. Uh, let's go back to some of the earlier comments. Coraline says, we don't want a rock star. We want a prime minister for the Canadian people. Uh, Terry... I bet Pierre owns a Dodge Ram. <laughs> uh, Ray says, but Pierre will still have to pay off the debt. Mike on Facebook. Yep. They were both smiling while announcing this crap hole. I'm not sure who you're referring to there, Mike, kind of out of context this far in. Uh, my apologies for that. Paul says, sadly, I think most voters don't comprehend the large dollar amount lost to interest payments. Look how. Thank you. Yeah, Thank look, you. Look at how people are confused about terms like debt and deficit. This, uh, yeah, well, let me just comment on that. This uh, uh, always deeply concerns me. Uh, folks, uh, I just want you to understand. I, it's, just, it's a hard concept, perhaps, to grasp. The interest payments are money taken directly from taxes that you contribute. And very soon it's going to be about a billion dollars a week. That money goes to rich people and rich corporations. Unless you're out there loaning money to government, which I'd be very surprised. I know I can't afford to. That, let's keep in mind that this money comes from low-income people, middle-income people, working-class people. <coughs> Excuse me. Mm-hmm. Comes from your pocketbook and goes to rich people. This is the greatest transfer of wealth from the poor to the rich that the world ever invented. It's called interest on the debt. Greatest transfer of money from working class people to rich people is interest on national debt. Go ahead, please. Uh, Paul says, sadly, I think, sorry, we just did that. Uh, Trudeau's dismantling of all Canadian values and policies is not going to stop unless he's booted it out. Sadly, Pierre will have to undo all the damage and we all suffer, says Lisa. Uh, Ray says, when the conservatives get in, does the debt disappear? Chris says, I veer right, but I don't trust Polyev. He's shown me to he's shown me to be an opportunist when it comes to spotlight while supporting ideology I don't agree with. His fiscal energy is good, but his views on society are not inclusive. Happy to discuss more in depth. I feel like a more uh, centrist balance, like Elisa Rates, would do more to pull the country together. Pierre feels divisive to me. Joshua okay. says if this pandemic has made healthcare a prior if this pandemic has not made healthcare a priority, nothing will. Let's go to Patricia here. Doesn't true. Now that's that's a very good point. Thank you very much. Um, the the provinces, and by the way, this includes liberal premiers, have been begging Trudeau for seven years 
to increase the federal contribution to health care. When, when this was originally with the international or what universal health care was first announced, the plan was 50-50, 50% federal, 50% from the provinces. Uh, today, it's only 22% of money comes from the federal government for health care. The provinces have been begging Trudeau to increase that to at least 35%. He refuses to do it. Instead, the money is going, as I say, for interest payments and for global global warming. That's where the emphasis and the money is going. Billions and billions and billions of dollars being poured out to try and get our emissions down below 1%. Meantime, China is going to build more than 1,000 new coal-fired plants this year. Go ahead, John. Uh, Patricia is on Facebook. Her comment is as follows. Didn't Trudeau also say it's cheaper for the government to borrow money than the average Canadian can? He just had no idea that a regular Canadian does not have the ability to pay this loan. Uh, David, don't think we've got a comment in from you yet today. Here we go. Any update on the taxpayer-funded $126 million Montreal vaccine building? I, I don't know what uh, what is. Oh, I know what he's referring to. No, it's lost. It's gone. Uh, a lot more money than that, actually. This is Trudeau poured money into uh, trying to get China to uh, develop a uh, vaccine plant in Montreal. That was back in fell. the early, early days. Of yeah, the world, right? it fell yeah. through. Yeah, no, no, no. It's just money gone. <laughs> Go All right. Ahead. Here's a text at 613-413-2217. Hi there. Was just reading an article from the National Post this morning. It was about Pierre Polyev cross-country rallies. The intent was to point out the lack of non-whites attending. My thought was, here we go. The media will portray him as racist. Voting for him. Go, Pierre, says this person. Uh, Larry, out here in Alberta, we know how many coal plants are out there. The problem is eastern Canada. Mike says it would certainly help us pay a lot of our debt down faster if we can sell our own oil. For God's sake, what's the matter with this government? Can't wait to get Pierre in there. Uh, Coraline, if we get our oil and gas to the world, we could afford social programs like pharmacare, dental care, mental health care. But Trudeau and his ilk have killed the golden goose. There you go. Cross-section of comments today on multiple platforms with Lowell Green back at it. Feels good. I guess that's the that's the Canada goose. Thank. We're getting <laughs> goosed all right. <laughs> This is, uh, that's it. I've had enough. Thank you all very much. We'll be back tomorrow. The Lowell Green Show is seen and heard live around the world at 2 p.m. Eastern. Connect with us online at blasttheradio.com slash Lowell Green. Can't join us live? Download the Lowell Green Podcast. Available on Apple, Spotify, Google, and more. Ask your smart speaker to play the Lowell Green Podcast. This is a production of BlastTheRadio.com.